live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Yes, this is Giddy up on this Tuesday morning. I'll get to those text messages in just a moment. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Coming through thick and fast the, this morning. The weekend preview team not far away as we get set to preview Derby Day and Golden Eagle Day there at Rose Hill. So it doesn't get any better for us racing fans than champion trainer Chris Waller, who's been a very busy man. Every time I turn the TV on, I seem to see him this morning. Hello to you, Chris. Thanks for your time. We do appreciate you joining us for a, a few minutes on, on a Thursday morning ahead of a big weekend. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, it sure is. It's a celebration of racing the next week or so. It's just... One race after the, after the other in both states. And, yeah, it's a lot to look forward to. We'll start with your Golden Eagle runners. Now, we had the, the captain, Guy Moldcaster, on our show, breeding Bloodstock and Banner, and we were talking about Kovalika, his pride and joy, and, and we're thinking Cox played and then you've decided or the team's decided to go to the Golden Eagle and just looking for a barrier. But he can't find a barrier this prep, but you put the blinkers on him on Saturday. Um, how do you think this race will be set up and is it like are you concerned with the gate or do you think that if you can get some cover um, they might be swooping out wide come Saturday yeah you can always find positives when you're involved in racing and um, try and knock away the negatives so yeah the, what I can see from his drawer is he'll have a bit of galloping room mm. and he can then get rolling when he needs to rather than being hampered in on the fence big field of 20 runners and expect pace and it be sustained throughout. So that'll give horses sort of lit to back their chance, I would think. What do you think his best trip is? Um, do you think it's a mile to seven furlongs instead of the, the mile and a quarter? Or is it just $10 million too good to refuse? Uh, yeah, the money is, is I guess, what, what we're running for. It's a yeah. huge, well, it's the biggest winning purse in Australia. When you take out people yeah. have slot holders in the Everest, you've got to split that money. So, as a single race, it's it's a huge windfall. Um, and the likes of Cox Plate's Queen Elizabeth, they're there in the spring and autumn next year. Uh, so, I see the horse being a 2,000-metre horse, Gareth. Yeah. But he's pretty good. So, I think he's got enough speed in him. Hence the reason the blinkers have gone on, just to give him a little bit more acceleration. And um, hopefully that'll do the job over 1,500. Ozapenko, I don't think he's had too much like this preparation, but you get the blinkers on him, but he has to drop back to the 1,500 metres. Can the blinkers sharpen him up for a race like this? Yeah, they will. And not too concerned about the distance with him. Yeah. Um, I thought he struggled at the 2,000 metres of the Turnbull last start. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's got some good form over the 14 to 1,600 metre trips. So... He's a colt. I think he's ready for the blinkers just to sharpen him up a little. Can Vienna Princess win a Silver Eagle, then win the Golden Eagle? Well, both runs back, Gareth, have been really good. Um, she had no favours in Silver Eagle and, and won well. Uh, she's got a reasonable draw Saturday, so she should get a more economical run. She can only win, so she gets her chance in a much tougher race, of course. These internationals are hard to line up. We had Will Bourne on the Wednesday debate yesterday, um, a successful bloodstock agent, and he was telling us that, like, it's been hard for 
um, stables to purchase a horse for a race like this because you don't know if you if you go for a mile and a quarter horse that they might not have the the turn of foot or the toe to to go in the early stages of a, a 1500 meter race like a a golden eagle and then if you go for their six furlong horses our six furlong horses seem to be better than the Europeans. so you've got age of kings here you get the blinkers on him um is could he sprint could he sprint well enough to win this over the 1500 first up has he got the class he's got the class but as you've touched on the racing in in, in australia compared to europe is just completely different and um yeah the class factor is not the issue it's just that early speed and then being able to sustain it, uh, where in Europe they tend to jump, find their feet, and just continue to build and build stronger mm-hmm. uh, through the mid stages than what, what we see here in Australia. So he has to be able to jump, hold a position, and then be able to sprint off it. So unfortunately, it does take them a run or two to work out, and some of them might never adjust. But in terms of class, it's there. He won at Royal Ascot over 1,400 metres. And... Um, You'd think that it happens a right profile for a race like this. Can your Epsom winner win a Golden Eagle Redeemer? Um, look, he's drawn well. He's drawn the yeah. best of our five. Uh, he's never far away. We probably used him up a little too much the other day. So I think he gets a more economical run if he just sits in the trail. And as we saw in the Epsom, he's he's capable. Uh, his his I think he won his two starts prior to that as well in, in group company. So he's been, yeah, sort of racing against the right horses and he's a good, good, honest performer. Do you have a, can you pick your best out of the Golden Eagle um, runners that you'll be sending around in the $10 million race? Look, it's hard, it's hard really for me to line up. but it, I, know, I, I know Mrs. Yeah. Wild would like Ozapenko looking at the ownership group. Yeah, yeah, no, Kovalika <laughs> and Ossipinko, simply because Ossipinko has been coming out of those group one, tough group one races. We just had James Cummings on um, just before you, and he indicated that, like, um, he loves putting his three-year-olds against the older horses, and you did that with Home Affairs in an Everest dropping back to the Coolmore, not dropping back, but then going to a Coolmore, and James is trying to do that with Cylinder this year, Everest into a into a, a Coolmore and you're doing it with Shinzo. Um, I talked to James the other day and I watched his trial. Geez, you got him ready to fire, I reckon, um, well, Chris. He's, yeah, he's a very good horse. Yep. He's been ready to fire all prep, but he's just had no luck. Yeah. Um, first up, he drew wide and he got into a really awkward spot. And then similar in the Everest, he was half a length slow. He was jammed up in the middle of them at the rear and needed a bit of galloping room to, to let down in the straight, and he never really got it. Certainly wasn't disgraced um, in a rock-solid race. And I just see him getting to the straight track on Saturday and having that galloping room, James McDonald being able to do what he wants to do on the horse. And, um, yeah, he's, he's a very good horse. It's as simple as that. Are you happy with barrier four? Would you prefer to draw wider down the straight? Um not too concerned no. down the straight and yeah. what the V will be. Um, four allows you to get a little bit of cover if you need it. Um, that's if they're going quick. If they're not going quick, you can be where you want to be even on pace. So, yeah, the beauty of straight racing, is, I think luck, you need a little bit less luck and uh, as long as the track's fair and Liam does a great job with the Flemington track and his team and 
this day and age, you don't really have too much concerns about that track. We had a great pub debate the other day or last night with a few mates, Chris, and I, um, regarding Riff Rocket. And a few of us said that just a dead set moral in the derby if he reproduces that run at Flemington. Others <laughs> saying, well, I don't know if he can stay. And I said, you know what? I'll ask Chris tomorrow for us. So, do, you, do you think he can stay 2,500 metres? Is he, does he deserve to be this short, Chris? What's your gut feel? Um, my gut feel, going back to his Flemington run, he was so strong at the end of his race. Um, he's by American Pharaoh, who was a 2,400 metre winner. But my gut tells me, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. Beautiful. Um, there goes the house, and we'll put it on him. Gamble responsibly. If you say he's right to go up, like that's it. I know it's the question mark, but you can't get you can't get that Flemington victory out of your head, really, can you? No, no, it was very good. And look, midway through the race, I thought we might be in trouble at Caulfield last start. They just lacked that pressure mm-hmm. and intensity. So. Um, as I said earlier on, we always think positively in racing, and that's the way I'm going into Saturday's derby. He's going to be awfully hard to beat. Well, he's definitely going into our multis now, Riff Rocket. A tissue Princess Grace hinge, all strong chances in the Empire Rose Stakes. A tissue, yep. um, you can go through them, Chris, but this looks like a perfect setup for her, and she does love Flemington. Yeah, and she was, yeah, she was unlucky last year in the race, and then won, I think, the last day. She won the similar type race during the championships championships up here in Sydney, so she's ready to peak at the mile. Princess Grace is a little bit plain last start. I think dropping her back to 1,400 might have been the reason for that, so she's back to the mile. And Hinge just needs to find some better form. Now, on her day, she's better than the other two, so okay. we're hoping um, a bit of time down at Macedon and now back into Flemington. She can, she can revitalise and get a little bit of luck from the draw. You do an excellent job with your social media, so you can listen to Chris and Charlie Duckworth go through the rest of your runners because we'll be here all day. But um, through Charlie's eyes and through Chris's eyes, I don't know what you got to have something like through Charlie's eyes. We're going to think of something for you, like um, <laughs> Chris's clubhouse or something like that. I'm trying to think at the top of my head. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. But what's your best over the Flemington Carnival or, or on Eagle Day, Chris? If you could. Oh, have... we'll better stick to Derby Day. I think yep. Shinzo can bounce. Yes. Yeah, he's a really good horse, and I'd love him to show it on the big stage on Saturday. Mac is always, always really, he's always hungry, Mac, but especially when he puts on those Coolmore colours down the straight for a big yeah. race like yeah. the Coolmore Stud Stakes. Um, You'll be ready for the salute. Beautiful. So I think you're at Rose Hill Saturday, but will we get to see you at Flemington Melbourne Cup Day, or are you with the big dance, Chris? Yep, um, Saturday's home track at Beautiful. Rose Hill, and they've made a big emphasis to try and make sure that the western suburbs get a piece of the action, so it's important on yeah, here. And then I'll be there for the rest of the week in we, We're a national show. We love um, – I want to get to Golden Eagle Day. I think it'll be a great day. I think the giggy kick is going to be a terrific race as well. Just quickly, Chris, fangirl, have you made a decision where she goes yet? I'm going to make it either today or tomorrow. I'm going to go out and see her in Melbourne to, this afternoon Yep. and um, just see what I think. See, if I want to see a little bit of condition on her. I don't want to see her tight and cucked up after a cop's fate run. Didn't get a lot of luck there. So we're keen to go again if we can. If we can't, we can't. So I'd say tomorrow we'll make a decision on that and, and then decide whether it's a mile or 2,000 on the last day. It's feel good. You've hooked him up yet just to give Solcom a speech. You know, they, I love those the, the speeches before State of Origin just to see if he can jump <laughs> in the Melbourne Cup. Are you confident that he can jump on the first Tuesday in November? Oh, I don't think he'll jump on terms, but no. if he misses at a length, I'd be more than happy. Beautiful. That's all he's done all his career. But 
last start was his worst. So, yeah, a few little gear adjustments was the blinkers coming off. Well, that's the only gear adjustment. And, um, yeah, just, just yeah, we'll give him a bit of a trot up before he goes in the barriers and just keep him on his toes. Well, we appreciate your time, Chris. Go and get them this weekend and for the rest of the carnival as well. We wish you the best of luck. And, um, yeah, rest up. Um, go for your run, whatever you do now, and we'll catch up with you down the track. Thanks, mate. Good man, Gareth. Thank yeah. you very much. There's Chris Waller, 9.46. We're going to take a break, don't we, Jacko? We'll come back with the weekend preview.